Hey, what's up, everyone? Just jumping on the platform to give you guys a quick little snippet. This next sort of uh, podcast episode was a great opportunity I had where I was featured on Tea with Gary V, where I was able to ask him a few questions structured around what should marketing agencies be doing in this current climate that we're all facing. And in addition to that, too, my wife, who's a content creator uh, who focuses on kids' music, I asked him what should songwriter who's in this space for kids' music, what should they be doing and how they should be uh, navigating and creating content in this new landscape. So let me know what your thoughts are. Check me out on Instagram and hit me up and love to know what you guys think of this full-length conversation. Welcome. You're now listening to Just Bobby T. Robert. Cool. Can you guys see? Hey, what's going on, Gary? How are things? Things are amazing, my friend. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Or as well as one could be. Sorry, can you see me right now? I can't even tell. It's all black. Do some hair. I see everything. <laughs> okay, dope, dope, dope. Um, yeah, no, my name is Robert. A lot of people know me as Bobby T. Um, I'm from Edmonton, Alberta, in Canada. You were supposed to come to the city, uh, I think, in two days. But obviously, because yes. of the current landscape, you're not going to make it. But, uh, good news. Um, I'm, working on, uh, I'm working with the organizers. It looks like we're going to be able to get a date in September. Okay, dope, dope. That's super dope. Um, so a little bit of context about myself. Um, I have like my own marketing agency here called Virgin Media, where we specialize mainly in content production, but then also community management and those kind of like different lanes. And obviously the one question I kind of had for you, I actually have two questions. The first question I have of you is like, in this clearly current landscape of things, um, I know there's like a ton, like we've lost a ton of business just due to people now holding tight. Um, but then also we're holding on to a couple of clients who right now are in different industries that are just now working very strong to kind of engage um, their current customers and as like a B2B. And my question to you is for right now, for people who are having sort of smaller agencies, what would you recommend our strategy should be in terms of like trying to grow or navigate or still um, yeah, I got you know, it. just hold on tight here? Um, and so, yeah, what, like, what, what would you, what are your thoughts around that? Two things. One, I would go heavy into sales mode and heavy into content mode. Uh, I would probably do a lot of LinkedIn and a lot of Twitter searching and a lot of cold outreach out and think yeah. about companies that are busy, you know, restaurants that might be doing delivery, food services. Like I, I, because when you're a small business, you need cash. And when you lose clients, you know, it can get ugly real quick, as I'm sure you know, Bobby. So one, I would, if, if I'm you, so it's, is it your company? Yes, my company. Do you have employees or is it all freelance? Um, it's free. I have freelancers that work with me. So I have a few that basically I have like a video team. I have like writers. I have like uh, graphic designers who are all local and just all work with me. You, to know, items. you don't have overhead because you don't have a payroll, right? No. Beautiful. So, you know, honestly, then specifically for you, sales is important, but not required. Because for example, for me, I have a thousand people on payroll. Like that's scary shit as we lose clients, you know? Um, so for me, one of the things to do now is to really go on the offense on content. If you've got downtime, this is the time for you to make 500 fucking videos of, you know, I'm a big fan of what if, like, I think one of the biggest mistakes small, um, small, agencies make is they think the information they have is what they sell. And I think it's the execution. So one of the reasons I put out all my best advice is 
I don't mind if a Bobby T in Edmonton picks up on that free information and go gets some business. That makes me happy for karma. And two, I don't think people sign with us for my smarts, even though I'm a progressive forward leader, thought leader. I think it's about the execution. So I think right now, I would probably, if I'm, let me just make role play. I'm probably, yeah. I'm probably making 500 YouTube videos because I think that archives and its search of Bobby T's what ifs. What if I was a car dealership in Edmonton during the coronavirus and post coronavirus? And then just make a video and be like, I would set up this, I would set up this, I would do this, I would set my Instagram, I would make this. Like, I would literally do that for like 500 different business sectors. Okay. That makes sense. The time for you to go ham on yourself. And yeah. everybody overthinks fucking quality. Look at how I'm doing this right now. I got the window behind me. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Overthink shit, Bobby T. They're like, oh, if it doesn't look professional, they won't. Fuck that. It's the words out of your mouth. No, no, 100%. And like, and I, and I know your, your quality um, over quantity kind of mindset. And I totally understand that. And I'm, I'm blessed and I'm lucky that I have a really dope studio that. I can just quickly bang out some of these items and stuff that I've been building. So um, really appreciate that word of advice. I would think of, people think about YouTube as in subscribers and views. I think about YouTube like a search engine. I think you should put out 500 fucking videos on YouTube that literally have the word Edmonton in the title because then yeah. you become the fucking king of the SMB in that area. Or if you want to totally. make it Canada, if you want to make it, or Canada, you, or America, or the world. Like you decide you, but think about, this is actually great general advice. Think about YouTube like a search engine, not yeah. like like Netflix where you're looking for views and ratings. Everybody doesn't make content because they're trying to make fucking, you know, on they're trying to make videos that get tons of views and get subscribers. And my whole thing is like, no, 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 make a you make videos as a search engine so that a hairstylist in Edmonton stumbles on your video on what marketing you would do if you were a hairstylist which then leads for them to reach out to you and be like yo i'm a hairstylist in edmonton i'd like to pay you 1500 a month to fucking do this for me i would fucking everyone's stuck at home make content you have a studio are you fucking kidding me make 500 to a thousand videos where the title is a search engine query listen for your business you getting yeah. 187 187 views on what I would do if I was a butcher in Alberta for my business. You getting 187 views on that leads to two butchers and you $800 a month for you to be their agency. 100%. No, that makes, that makes total sense. And, and I have a, a, my second question I just had um, is actually, it's, it's about my wife. So my wife, she's an awesome um, music artist. She does kids music. Um, she is such a great performer and we're trying to figure out also like sort of what would be like sort of a solid strategy for her to grow her brand and then in the game of yes content 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 and jumping on the platforms and pushing on the content what we're trying to figure out is like and you kind of were speaking to this early when you're making a reference point about how for that individual who's writing books um teaming up with different artists to kind of create contextual content for like TikTok or contextual content and Instagram and writing blurbs to get people to care. And I'm wondering what are your thoughts around people who are in the music area, specifically around kids music, what should they be doing and how can they do stuff other than just making, I guess, music videos? Is there, is there other layers that we can kind of go to create or grow her brand? I think TikTok is incredibly important. If I'm her, she's putting out four TikToks a day. Four TikToks a day. 
four TikToks a day because TikTok is so viral. Did you see the ant farm guy a couple hours ago? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, for her, it's TikTok. I think Facebook because you're going to get to moms on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you know, uh, Facebook group. You know, okay. I think, yeah, let me throw this one at you. I think becoming the moderator of a Facebook group that is narrow, but has, you, you know, as you can imagine for her, does she want to, does she like getting, is a goal of her getting booked by parents to do events? Yeah, so yeah, books are institutions in terms of um, like local libraries doing little sing-alongs for kids and things like that. Facebook group right now would be huge. I also think live streaming right now because parents are fucking besides themselves having their kids in their home 24 seven. They're looking for ways to entertain kids. This is a viral moment opportunity for her where she just goes live and entertains and like starts a Facebook group for moms where moms know that they can just put their kid on a, in front of a laptop with her for from 11 to one every day. No different than what I did from nine to 11 right now. So like, I think Facebook group where she's the moderator around kids activities, which then lead to people booking her as long as she's not trying to sell herself in the group at every minute, but providing value. Um, but I think live streams and I think do TikTok, four TikToks a day. I mean it. Four TikToks a day. Trends and then making kid video versions of that will crush. Every, totally. the amount of 13 year olds on TikTok that have six year old siblings is remarkable. Okay, so then by engaging those teenagers who will then engage their younger brothers or sisters, they'll just go full loop while they'll be like giving their phones to these young kids. Never thought about it like that. Role play. No, hey, that is. Ready? You see where we're going? I'm, I'm 13 year old Sarah. Hey, Tiffany, yeah. come here. You gotta watch this. This looks like like for you. You know, got it? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's that's huge. You know, and that's how it works. No, it's wicked. No, pre appreciate appreciate all that. And then I haven't asked for you, Gary. So when you when you said that you're coming to Edmonton, um, I have my own podcast show. Um, it's called 360 Chat with Just Bobby T. And it would be awesome. I would love to interview you when you come to Edmonton. All right. So Bobby T, I, I'm going to make a 90% promise because I don't know about logistics. I might just fly in and out. But a 90% yeah. promise. Email me right now, Gary at VaynerMedia. Say it's Bobby yeah. T. Edmonton. And I'll, I'll probably give you 10 minutes in the green room before I go on stage for a quick little take. Wicked. Dope. Appreciate that so much. Talk to you soon.